On today's show, we have some leaked things regarding the Star Wars Star Cruiser. Bob Chapik is potentially asked not to make an appearance at D23. We have some updates on some CDC guidelines, as well as there's going to be a lot more travelers potentially coming to Walt Disney World. And also, I'm going to talk a little bit about dining. That's today on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 337 of Traveling with the Mouse. My name is Jason. Oh, wait, no, my name is John. I'm filling in for Jason, right? And I am being joined by Adam. What's up, everybody? I know, you know, I already had my theme park line that I was going to do this week and everything. Yeah. I guess I'll just have to put it in my back pocket. Yeah. Unless I just want to introduce myself. And I'm also joined by Oh, no. Jason will get to hear this on his road trip. He's on a road trip this weekend. Right. Traveling not with the mouse. Because he's not here. <laughs> not this time. <laughs> well, well, and he won't be going to the mouse either. I mean, not Mm-mm. this time. No. Nope. And as I understand it, you're going out of town too. Yes, I am already out of town as we speak. As we speak. Just like yes. you, you're, no. you're very amazing in that way. Yes. No, I am also out of town in the greenest state in the land of the free, Tennessee. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. That's according to Davy Crockett song oh. from disney plus <laughs> oh excuse me i i i, I totally what well, that one totally went over my head i should have <laughs> figured that one out yeah i stumbled um, on this old thing on disney plus called davy crockett and the river pirates ah uh, yes never saw that before no never 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 ever we, never, we didn't we didn't <laughs> watch it growing up at all yeah we didn't have it recorded on vhs from the disney channel back in the day nope not yeah. at all <laughs> didn't probably both versions yeah, we could just uh, about recite it, I think. Yeah. as We could give you a uh, recreation, I guess we'll call yeah. it, of the sound effects <laughs> of the <Right>. rifles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, if anybody <laughs> wants to hear us, like, reenact <laughs> those, you know, I don't know if that's worth paying extra for, but... <laughs> no, we just gave it away for free anyway. Right. Well, we could reenact the whole series... Uh, for you, the whole, both the River Pirates and the uh, Killboat Rig. What, what was that one called? The, the uh, I was all was the same. One? It was Kill it was Boat so called. It was I yeah, there but were I two know different titles though. Uh, I don't remember what they were called. Now they they were all put together as Davy Crockett and the River Pirates, and oh, okay. after when all was said, when all was said and done, but they were two separate. I think they were meant to be two like a, of the television show that they kind of turned into a movie feature length like film. Movie kind yeah. Of thing. yeah. It was it was almost like two mini series or something like that that they turned into a movie or something like that. Yeah, because you know it was in two parts. You had the race, like you said, and then yeah. you had the the, the, river the conclusion whenever they caught up with the right true river pirates, I guess the Mason and the Harps brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sat there, Mason and the Harps brothers. <laughs> anyway, all right, that was a long sidetrack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just, you know, well, we have the freedom to do. Sorry, that Jason. Week, I guess. For uh, I'm just going to talk like like I'm talking to Jason on his road trip. So okay. Sorry for so the talk, talk sidebar, directly Jason. To him. Yeah, sorry about that sidebar. 
we'll have us we'll have a pause at certain points and we'll say on a story we'll be like and jason what yeah. do you think and then he'll just speak out loud in the car yeah i'll just say what i think he's gonna say no one else yeah. will hear him okay <laughs> moving on and moving along so i kind of wanted to touch yeah. base real quick okay before we do some news home base first base second base third base uh sorry I was trying to make a baseball reference so we could talk about the Braves winning the World Series. We haven't even talked Oh, we about haven't that. even mentioned that? We mm-hmm. should have mentioned it last week, shouldn't we? Yeah, we never had did. already won it, I think. Yep. We <laughs> yes, didn't of talk course. about it. Our hometown Braves won, won the, the World, World Series. Series. Yeah. You know, it's, it's weird because, you know, you go into the World Series or into the playoffs in general sometimes, and you're just kind of on edge because you're like, eh, they might be good enough. It always felt like it was in hand this yeah. time for whatever reason. Like they yeah. were actually... Yeah. You would have been surprised. And here's here's a story, Jason, that I'm going to tell about us. Uh, he was at my house the night they clinched the World Series uh, against the Dodgers. And we just were like, yeah, I think they're going to do it. Like, we were you like... Mean, you mean the NLCS? Yeah. Where, when World they clinched... Well, when yeah. the... Oh, sorry. When clinched going to the World Series, I should say. Sorry. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. When they when they beat the Dodgers to go to the World Series. NLCS, like you said. We we were like, yeah, it just feels like they're gonna. They think they're gonna do it. Like I think they're gonna win. Even when they lost Game Five, it was just like, yeah, I think they're gonna. They're gonna win. It didn't feel like you know, oh no, they're gonna blow it. It felt like, yeah, yeah they'll probably win one of the last two. So yeah. anyway, what so what do you, what do you think about Freddie? By the way, is you think he's gonna? Stay? I hope they you keep think him. He's gonna wall. I hope I mean, they keep. I him. hope they keep him. Yeah, I hope they like make him an offer he can't refuse. That's my. <laughs> Okay. You got to keep Freddie yeah. Freeman. So they're, so they're going to threaten him to stay? <laughs> right. <laughs> if he has a favorite horse, just be careful. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't have any. Uh, anyway. Moving on. What I was about to say. You're going to touch base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On dining. Yes, dining. Mm-hmm. I do have a trip scheduled that we're mm-hmm. going to take a short one in January over okay. Martin Luther King. So my brother's actually going to meet it a whole week. So we're just going to kind of meet up for him for just a little bit. And as far as I know, Jason's going to be there too, so we'll probably actually touch base yeah. somewhere at some point, yeah. depending on how this goes. Yeah. So now, currently, you're at the same hotel, right? Are you Are you going to change? I never say never, but I don't <laughs> intend to. Let's put it that way. Right. You always change like four times before you settle on a hotel. I have been known to <laughs> keep looking, and then if something's like, "Oh, this is available," okay, I'm going to switch. But I don't see that happening like in the current environment very much. Yeah, <laughs> like something not. opening up. <laughs> yeah, good point. So it's not very likely. And it's not very likely to be something worth it to switch to. Right, that's another good point. So I think the last what three times maybe, I might have done it the last. I mean, I might have done it for the last ten years for all I know. I can't remember that I the, I didn't end up with the one I initially started with. Mm-hmm. And it's like I said before, I mean, every time that I've ever tried Animal Kingdom, I've always changed it. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Thus far. What I was going to get to is the 60 day mark did come up this past week. Okay. And I happened to be awake the day before my window was open. Okay. So I was just going to look, you know, on that, on the day that was available, even though I wasn't going to be there just for the heck right. of it, just to see day what before, was, sure. mm-hmm. see how, how that worked. Mm-hmm. So I did look. And so when that happened, I actually did the same thing. I mean, I was up the next day before, and I actually had my party that I wanted, you know, to look for uh-huh. uh, put together. And so I had it set, and I like if I click on the day that's mm-hmm. I'm supposed to, for my first day for it, it's there, but I can't actually see any restaurants, right? So my thinking on this is okay. 
This is working kind of like I'm able to put my boarding group together, so to speak. Sure. (laughs) My party first. And then when the clock rolls over, I can just refresh it, and then there's the restaurants, right? And so that's exactly how it worked. Okay. I refreshed it, and there's the the times. I like that as an improvement. Uh, As I said before, inside the Disney Genie, I do like that it shows the dining on the day you're in and showing how that's going as far as how the availability goes. Mm -hmm. But another thing that was pretty cool about it was you could do that pick the day and just scroll down like that if you want to. But you could also use the location part, you know, to go to, to look for exactly where you want, right? And then hit the reserve dining there. And then it has a list of times, right? You have the breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. You have that. And then you have specific times, as they've always had before as well. What I've noticed is if you pick breakfast, lunch, or dinner, the times they give you are pretty much when they want you to pick but if you search for a specific hour, it gives you the closest one to that hour within, I don't know, what is it, two to three hours, something like that. So yeah. the one thing that was good about this was similar to what I experienced, at least on Android, with the fast pass times, was when I clicked one, if it's not available, it automatically moved to the next one. So I could just continuously tap the hours, right, <laughs> and go down the list to see mm-hmm. if something was available. So it was very similar to the old fast pass system, the way it worked. Mm-hmm. So I could just continuously tap and not have to scroll it over, right? And that made it a little faster as far as looking for time. So if you want to look for a specific time, I think it made that easier. I don't know if you've experienced being able to do it like that before. But if you pick a specific location, like say, this is what I want, right. and then you can just go through the day clicking each hour to see if there is a time at all. Interesting. Okay. So I didn't end up getting one based on that, but I have played with it, you know, to see. And I feel like that could be very useful going forward. Now, I wasn't trying to get anything like Cinderella's Royal Table. One thing I did do, though, just for the heck of it, since I saw Cinderella's Royal Table was available, I was going to reserve it. But I had forgotten that they make you prepay. So when I put my party together and I saw it was going to make me charge to do it, I was like, nah, I don't think I'm going to do that. Because I didn't really want to go there anyway. I just wanted to see if I could reserve it and hold it for just in case. But as far as I know, that's the only one in which they make you pay up front I imagine if you still you could still cancel in a reasonable time frame, but that's the only one I've seen in which they make you pay up front before you even get there. Like you can't just reserve it sixty days in advance. You pay sixty days in advance for for this experience. Huh. Interestingly enough, though, at the sixty day mark, there's some places I was kind of surprised I didn't see, like on any days. And since I was able to book my full length of my trip, right, starting on that day i was kind of surprised at certain things i didn't see is like for instance i never saw a topolino's show up yeah i did i never saw believe it or not ellis Cellier show up which is kind of odd because i've seen it on walk up so are people just booking it 60 days out when their trip is like on their third or fourth day of their trip maybe but i'm questioning if some of the restaurants are not on a 60 day like they're not doing it until it gets closer like their select restaurants. I don't think they've announced it, but it makes me think that. Or maybe they have a small percentage at 60 days from, you know, any maybe. reservation or whatever. Yeah. There's a part of me in my mind, just because of what we've seen on Disney Genie Plus, it's almost like I th- it's almost like they're directing you to where they want you to go once again, even with the dining reservations. Mm. Like so they're trying to, to be... spread it out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must, mm-hmm. It's what it feels like. That's what it feels uh, like. Lord. So, Crowd control. That's what they always try to do. 
So if you want a specific place, you're going to have to be dedicated to checking just about every day until your trip if you want to get it. Now, there were some Ogus times that showed up. Another thing, too, some of these days, the other thing that makes it harder is some of these days I was searching for a party of eight. Now, that already automatically yeah, makes it harder. Yeah, always hard. Gosh, anything yeah. over like six is like impossible yeah. sometimes. So some of it yeah. with me searching for a party of eight does make it harder. But yeah. surprisingly, there's a lot more availability the earlier you do it for the bigger parties. Just That's another tip, I would say, when doing that. If you're going to have a larger dinner party, that's 60 days. Well, the way they have it right now, 60 days. In the future, it might you be mean longer. mean like earlier early. dinner time or earlier booking it in the morning? What do you mean? Earlier to look for it. You want to do it as early yeah, as you can. Early, yeah. You yeah. want to you want to go as 60 days if possible, <laughs> right, on the, right. right on the dot. Right, sure. Because you're more likely to find times for the larger parties than you would be, say, the day before. If you're doing it like day of, you're probably going to be at Paradiso 37, uh, or whatever it is. Yes, God, that one's always it's like the one. That's like the one restaurant that's it's always right. available. It's always there. That or Planet Hollywood's about about the, it's almost always available. It's there a lot. A lot of Disney Springs stuff. Yeah, there's been several, but the one that like always there, Paradiso 37. Yes. <laughs> it's always available. So you're not gonna go without food. Or without a table service, you could always go to Paradiso 37 if you want to. Although, I think there's probably a reason behind that, but just... just House of Blues is, is another one that's available a lot. Frontera. Yeah, it's usually there a lot. Jaleo's is actually is, right? Isn't that how you say it? I think I've always I've seen it a good bit. Jaleo. It's available a lot. Rick's Sports Bar is available a lot. <laughs> well, there's a reason behind that one. I can attest to that firsthand. So far, I've booked some some things that I think would be good experiences for the kids. Yeah, I feel like they would enjoy Boma. So, of course, staying at the hotel, yes. I would have I would do Boma. Yeah, I feel so, like you got to do it there. Yeah. So, what have you booked so far? Like, what what kind of things? Oh uh, wow, you put me on the spot. <laughs> you don't remember? You can't remember? <laughs> I wrote them down in my diary, so I wouldn't have to remember. <laughs> it's a Disney reference. Okay, so I actually have Boma booked twice in the same day, which is probably going to change. Because I originally thought about doing the breakfast that next morning on, <laughs> on Saturday. Might as well just stay there all day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. Never leave. Because so, what the plan was for Saturday was Boma for breakfast and then go to Animal Kingdom and then maybe park hop and then maybe just do pool or whatever. Interesting enough, I actually have two dinner reservations reserved, but because of the times... They haven't, they didn't conflict. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm going to obviously get rid of one of them, but I, I, had, I had reserved a homecoming for just in case early on, but it was a later time. It was like 20 to 9, so that's not likely we were going to use that one. Art Smith. Yeah. yeah, I had the Boma dinner for that Saturday. I grabbed an Ogas for just in case, but it's, I'm probably not going to use that. That was on Sunday. I think I have that one. And I have a Sebastian's for just in case as well. So these are all for eight? The majority of these are. Yeah. I was just curious if Ogas was eight because I think they would it still is. seat you at a table. Potential, well, you could still potentially be at a standing table. but Well, see, I got that one. Like I said, I grabbed it to reserve it. But at the same time, I got to thinking about it. I was like, what am I really going to do here? I'm like, especially with the, the party that I have because there's young kids. Which they could probably do something, but at the same time, we've we've you guys have discussed about the drinks. Yeah, um, the beers are great though. I do like the beers there, and the kids do have drink options. You know, non-alcoholic drinks. Yeah, not a lot of food though. Yeah, they look like they have a good selection of non-alcoholic drinks. True, true. Mm-hmm. 
My son loves them. Yeah. So I did. I did have a. Oh, what was it? I think I said that Sunday. I do have a Sebastian's Ooh. later that evening, just in case. Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of hard to find before, so I was. That's another reason why I grabbed it. But I'm just not sure about the palate among our uh, <laughs> among our I party see. altogether. I see. So I'm gonna try to keep everybody happy if possible. So. I gotcha, I gotcha. You know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, over at Animal Kingdom, I'll have to at least get something at Satuli oh, while we're man. there. Yes, of course. That's the spot. Animal Kingdom, though, overall has, I think it has good dining. Yeah, agreed. And more than just Satuli. <laughs> sure. But anyway. <laughs> but Satuli is the main one, main attraction. You know, again, right now, tentative plan. Like I said, Animal, Animal Kingdom that Saturday. Depending on how early we get there on Friday, maybe go to Epcot that night. That's what I have reserved at the moment. Mm-hmm. Just to, and, and might do dinner of some, I'm sure we'll do dinner of some kind there, but it might end up being a quick service. I don't think I'm going to reserve a table service. There, Believe it or not, there hasn't been much showing up for Epcot and table service wise um, that I, when I looked. So I don't know what that means. But, hmm. and then there's always the possibility of joining a walk up if I do it at a timely manner. Sure. It may. Hopefully, it won't tell me I'm too far away to join Walk Up if I did it from the hotel. Right. It probably would. Walk Up. So maybe I could look as soon as I get in the park or something. I would. Uh, the thing about it is, for evening, I would go to Epcot just to watch their projection that they do. They call it something specific. They, mm-hmm. I forgot what they called it though. Spaceship but the projection Earth. on Spaceship Earth. Yeah, that's the the best one. I would go and just watch that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really because being there, just seeing it. Is just I don't know. Is there something about being in the atmosphere of watching it and that music that they have going right there at the entrance? It's just it's just I don't know. It's my favorite nice. of what they had there. It was a very good experience. Anyway, that's kind of the tentative plans right now. Okay. The one thing that changed with Sunday is we're doing Magic Kingdom on Sunday. Uh, I think that's what James had, they got scheduled for too. So um, okay, that should be interesting. That's one that I was trying to talk them into i was like you know you might we, we could do a jungle skipper canteen if we do it at the right time you know try that i don't know he was kind of looking at the menu as far as like you know what the kids would eat and i'm like i'm sure they can get them something and just about anywhere can get them can if you ask you can get stuff that's not on the menu yeah a lot of the times i think yeah we you know my four-year-old is the picky one and i think we got him like they always have like mac and cheese or something you can get them so well when we were at Steakhouse 71, as I mentioned, yeah. I think, in my trip report. They didn't have chicken tenders on the kids' menu, but they just asked for their, you know, my, our friends asked for their daughter because yep. she was a picky eater, and they delivered. Yeah, you know? it's Disney. So, they'll they'll find something for yeah. the kids. Yeah. All right. So we kind of got that still to look forward to. We can talk about the trip in the coming weeks uh, mm-hmm. after the holidays and everything. Uh, let's hit a little news story. What do you think? I agree. Let's do it. Our episode aired not long after the Disney Plus Day, mm-hmm. but I don't think we got to talk about a little bit what was happening that day. Yeah. So I mean, things just little small things like you know the Tower of Terror was was blue. I guess they just put everything in blue for Disney Plus Day. <laughs> I guess. I I it seemed to me like it was not really that big of a deal, and I don't really get what they were thinking by doing this i i don't know it was just the anniversary yeah but it was not even the first anniversary not the fifth not the okay you know but it's right but it's also like the 50th they haven't like you know why would you add another celebration yeah you didn't even you didn't even do anything for epcot's 40th right that i could tell because it was the 50th on all of this 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, it's like even the 50th is kind of mm, lackluster yeah. for the most part. Somewhat, except for they added nighttime shows. Mm. Speaking of yeah. nighttime shows, yeah. Do you want to how talk? about the rumor? Yeah. Easy segue. Yeah. It's rumored yeah. that Paint the Night Parade, which has been gone from California Adventure for how long now? It's been a minute. Two, three years, right? I think yeah. last time it was there. As uh, rumored to come to Walt Disney World. Now, I find this one a bit of a stretch personally, but I would like to see it on the East Coast. I would love to see it. It's been rumored for a long time, and I actually did get to see it at Disneyland in 2016, I think, when I was there. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's awesome. I do love that. And the music and everything is great. I really hope this is true. I'd be very excited if it if it did. Well, the music is essentially what was that? Uh, Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, but I know the Wreck It Ralph thing. But what was the the guy that did it? Something Owl, something Owl. Owl uh, City, I think it is. Owl City, that's it. That's the name of it. Yeah, I couldn't remember the yeah, name. Yeah, the song. Do you know what's interesting about Owl City is that he literally just like was messing around with like a keyboard and stuff in his like his dad's basement or something, and then he became a hit. I mean. <laughs> Right, the Fireflies, I believe, was the yeah that he came. And he became a hit of it. But this song, yeah, I love the. What is the name of it? When can we see you again, or something like that? What's the name of it? When can we do this again? Do it again. Do this again. Maybe it's do this again. Maybe it's do this again. But yeah, it's basically the end. The end credits of Wreck It Ralph, uh, the original. Fantastic, great version. They sort of work in the Baroque hoedown into it. The the what is it the main street electrical parade music as well so yeah fantastic parade love it i hope it's true i would be disappointed of course if it doesn't happen but so uh, yeah this is my personal feelings if it were to come where it would go i think hollywood yeah. studios yeah is what I, I think, think. That, that was the another rumor that two parks would be considered of course magic kingdom but also Hollywood Studios, I think the reasoning for Hollywood Studios is because a lot of people kind of leave before the end of the night there um, and kind of keep people to stay, give people a reason to stay. You have people that are leaving and then you have people that are in line for Rise of the Resistance. That's pretty much what it is at the end of the night. Yeah, because usually, I mean, at least, you know, the last several times I've been there, you could walk on Runaway Railway pretty quickly. And even Slinky Dog was under 30 minutes most of the time. In the last hour or so. It would make sense to go to Hollywood Studios. But I think Magic Kingdom makes a lot of sense too. I mean, they always have the parades there. So I I would much rather see this at Magic Kingdom. Because I feel like it can handle the crowds better than Hollywood Studios. But I don't know. What do you think? I think it fits better at Hollywood Studios is my thinking. So Right. Because they do have I, I, the a lot of the floats that... Like, they have Monsters, Inc., they have Toy Story, which obviously fits there. They have Beauty and the Beast float, Frozen float, yeah. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was pretty Pixar-heavy and compared Mm -hmm. to some of the other parades, which would fit better in Hollywood Studios. So, yeah, that for that reason alone, I would think it would fit better in Hollywood Studios. It'd be the first time they had a nighttime parade at Hollywood Studios. That's true. And I, wasn't it, was it in Disneyland Park in California, or was it at California Adventure? It did run at Disneyland because I saw it okay. at Disneyland when I was there gotcha. in 2016. I saw it at Disneyland. Coming but to me, it's, it feels like a Hollywood Studios parade to me. But if they put it at Magic Kingdom, yeah. it would I mean, it would be okay in either. It's just obviously you can't really have a parade at Epcot or 
or I don't think nighttime parade at Animal Kingdom doesn't make sense either, mm-hmm. especially the this parade. It doesn't even fit. <laughs> right. So, but, yeah, when you look at the list of floats that have been involved in this parade, like almost all of them are part of Hollywood Studios or have been part of Hollywood Studios in some way or another. Like Beauty and the Beast right. has the stage show. Toy Story has its own land. Little Mermaid has a show. Cars, uh, Lightning McQueen has a show. Right. Incredibles had some things there. And Sorcerer Mickey, you could meet Sorcerer Mickey at Hollywood Studios. So You yeah. just got to put in Frozen. a Wreck-It Ralph attraction. Right. At right. some point. That'd be the only... I wonder, if they, I wonder if they ever thought about doing that. That would be kind of cool if they could do something with him. Anyway. It was rumored that the Stitch's Great Escape would turn into a Wreck-It Ralph thing, but... At one point in time. But anyway... All right, so let's kind of move into another one. Uh, yeah. Disney parks state that they may reduce food portion sizes, which I think we touched on that last week. Yeah, so. but did we talk about that earnings call with the CFO? I think, was it the CFO that that made the comment about the guests' waistlines could use the reduction? Yeah. <laughs> sort of that. Yeah. I know that blew up the internet last week with the... Uh, yeah, that's Disney kind of the films. wrong way to put it. I was always thinking that if they were going to reduce portions, they could do it in a in a fashion in which you wouldn't notice that much and still save a good right. bit of money. But I feel like it depends on where you're at. Because if you're eating it... Oh, I can't think of the name of it. The place at Animal Kingdom that has oh, the... Tiff- Tiffin's? If, yeah, if you're eating it, Tiffin's. <laughs> You already think the portion sizes are Yeah, small. like how can you reduce those anymore? Well, but, I mean, uh, I got to be honest. We felt bad when we were at Ohana because there was so much food left and they just took it off. And they were like, well, I hope they can give it to like a homeless person or something like that because there was a ton of food yeah. still left when they took the skillets away. Sure. Like we, I was like, we just, but we just couldn't hold it all. Yeah, there's right. Like places like that have so much food. But yeah. then you go to like Cosmic Rays and get a burger and you're like, Mike, this is it. Like. I need more food than that. You know, stuff like that. It's, it just depends on where you're at as to right. portion size. Some of those portion sizes are huge. Some of them are not that big. So which ones are you going to shrink? <laughs> but I don't know. They probably do it a little bit everywhere where only the yeah. trained eye will notice that it's smaller. smaller yeah. I Personally, I, I mean, I know it's going to be kind of expensive to eat anywhere at Disney. My feelings wouldn't be hurt with some of the portions being smaller, truthfully, because I honestly, I end up, usually when I'm at Disney, I end up stuffing myself in comparison to what I usually eat anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's how I feel. So if it was smaller, it wouldn't hurt me personally, but everybody likes to feel like they're getting their money's worth of something, right? So yeah. quality makes a difference in price too, not just not just amount, not just size. Size is not the only thing that matters when it comes to that. <laughs> but it does matter, right? It, ha- it has its place. <laughs> All right, anyway. Something I came across, the Walt Disney Company invested fi- $548 yeah, right. million less in domestic theme parks this year than they did in 2020. And I'm like, how is that even possible? Dr. Evil. Less money this year than they did last year even? Maybe they had a pretty high number because they did a lot of refurb stuff and you know maintenance stuff while it was closed perhaps and they didn't have as much revenue in it yeah i mean because i know disneyland did a lot it seemed like when they were closed but they were also closed the longest and speaking of disneyland the toontown will be closed for uh, like a year 
uh, right next year because they're redoing it. Yeah, to make way for Runaway Railway and some other things. But mm-hmm. so yeah, they are actively working over there. But yeah, I, you know, I don't know. Magic Kingdom fiftieth year anniversary. The only thing that's coming is Tron, and it's been under construction for like four years now. So it feels like it. Yeah, it it's just, we. We so. don't even have a date for any of this stuff. That's and we're almost at the end of 2021. We don't even have a date for these things. Yeah, you would think they would at least say like spring 2022 or summer by now, but I guess they don't want to say because it's not of, going to be. They'll be credit. They'll be uh, criticized for how long it's taken. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I gotta be honest. By spring, I don't see, I don't see either Tron or definitely not Guardians opening. By spring. I think summer is yeah. most likely for Tron. I mean, you might get the railroad back by spring. I mean, I maybe. Hope. I hope. It's been far but other long. than that, I don't see. Yeah, I don't see anything else. Anyway, all right. Real a real quick note Ooh, that I thought was kind of cool, just because it's just because it's Muppets involved. Okay. Yeah. Muppets Christmas Caroling takes over the omnibus for Marius yeah. Nights at Disneyland. I thought that was pretty cool. I know. I know a lot of folks down here are jealous that they don't have this. Uh, for the Disney World. I mean, we have an omnibus. I know. They should put them on there. So they should do it. That is cool. I like that. Yeah. Will this influence you at all that Walt Disney World annual pass holders can save 30% off a D23 gold membership now through November the 21st? Did you mm. get that email? I think I did. Um, I haven't because this weekend is the 50th event the d23 event that sold out in seconds so right yeah we're not gonna be able to go so it's like well even if i was a gold member <laughs> gold <laughs> member i you have to be a gold member or whatever it was yeah it's like yeah i think you did yeah or yeah i think so but do you have to love gold right pretty much anyway. pretty much the new coco scene has debuted at philhar magic have you seen that Oh yes, I have seen. You left it. speechless. I you was like, speechless. I saw the California one, but yes, you're talking about Florida has opened now. Yes, it's yeah, open yeah, now. Florida. It has it there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had been seen. Right. I mean, as as far because it had already happened in California, but it's available now in Magic Kingdom. Right. Finally. Yeah. To clarify. Finally. Yeah. So, yes. I will go see this, but it's not like oh, I have to go back and right now just so I can see Phil our Magic. But sure, well, I mean, I'll be excited. Yeah. To see while it. I'm there, while I'm there, I'm going to see it. I mean, just because it's it's new, right? I'm curious how they made something that was made 20 years ago look. You know what I'm saying? Like how, how something brand new, how they blended it into to the existing show. I'm curious to see like how seamless oh, yeah, it looks. See it up close, right? Does it just look? Well, they've cleaned. Different? They've cleaned up and probably done the whole film as well. I think they did that not too long ago. Yeah. Like they uh, like they but made still, it look. Some of the animation is pretty dated looking. Yeah. I think they cleaned it up, though. How long has it been since you watched Phil Magic? Not that long, actually. I think it was... I think I last saw it 2019, I believe. So it wasn't that long ago. Okay. All right. Disney Plus News. They had revealed a lot of stuff that's coming. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, the new one, I guess. Mm -hmm. is coming for the spring of this year. And we have Hocus Pocus 2 coming to the fall that a lot of people are looking forward to. Disenchanted, which is the sequel to Enchanted, will be in the fall. 
on Disney Plus, a live action Pinocchio, which I guess they decided that the live action movies were doing better than they really are, so they're going to try another one. <laughs> yeah. And of course, the big one that everybody wanted was Obi-Wan. Uh, the concept art has been revealed, and behind the scenes sneak peek is now available on Disney Plus, which I have not watched yet. I haven't yet either. I saw that it was out there, but I haven't watched it yet. And they even went so far in Disney Plus news as to get a say that there was going to be a first look, or we have a first look at the Tiana animated musical series. But that's not even going to be around for a whole another year, twenty twenty three. Wow, we're already getting that out there. Well, since you were talking about Disney Plus, you might as well bring up the Beatles documentary that's debuting, what, Thanksgiving? So not far. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Eight hours it's going to be. Three episodes, eight hours. Peter Jackson, I watched the 60-minute segment on it this last weekend, and it got me really excited about it because, you know, they basically are saying everything you thought you knew about that, you know, and how that was such a bad time. It actually isn't as bad as we were led to believe based on that other documentary that came out that I never really saw because you can't really find it anywhere. Well, it's really not all that surprising because I don't think Peter Jackson knows how to make anything under three hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, you know, they, based, based on the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> well, they said that there was 57 hours of footage that uh, was available for this to put together and even more audio so interesting they have so much and they haven't done with anything with it in 50 years so i'm i'm excited for it i i think it'll be interesting to see um that's what i'm going to be doing all weekend (laughs) that weekend i can tell you that (laughs) okay i mean it's definitely something i'll watch for sure so moving back to the parks again uh cdc no longer recommends fully vaccinated individuals wear face coverings indoors in orange county florida Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that is at this time so disney has not announced anything for themselves but it makes you think that they might they're probably going to be slower to roll this back again as as we discussed before yeah they have not officially announced anything yet i'm going to say this to jason since he's probably listening i went to the grocery store without a mask like i was in there for 10 minutes but I was like, I'm boosted. It's been over two weeks since I've been third shot boosted. So I'm going to test the waters. Test the waters and <laughs> I, it was a little weird, but I did it. And so I'm like, okay, I did it. We'll see how it goes. But you got, you got back into the pool. Sort of. Pee pee. Pee pee's water park. Ooh, Lord. But COVID cases are on the rise. I keep hearing in the U.S. now. Again, big shock, but I don't know. So we can point this next story to Jason as well if we want yeah. to. Point uh, it at him. Point it all the way. Yeah, point it at him because it says Magic Kingdom will close early, as in 4.30, <laughs> on January the 25th, 2022. And it's likely because a special event is taking place. Mm-hmm. And it says that Enchantment will not be uh, performed that day and park hopping will still be available after 2. I believe they said, though, it was a cast member appreciation thing or something. I haven't seen that it's anything official yet, so if you've seen something, you've seen more than me. It says, reportedly, it is to allow the cast member service awards, which recognize career milestones, and for cast members in a private event at the park. But that's the rumor. Reportedly. Yeah, it's not necessarily what it is. So, this is in a move that is non-Disney related, but their competition. I just wanted to mention this because it was kind of a breaking thing. Wait, Disney has competition? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's called Universal Studios. What? Never heard of it. 
I have Tom now. Williams is retiring, mm-hmm. and Mark Woodbury is to become the CEO of Universal Parks and Resorts mm-hmm. in 2022. So they're having a change-up mm-hmm. in the CEO. Is he? so, And the reason I bring that in is because it could have an effect. It could. You never know. Is he their Chapek, or is he their, like, Eisner? Savior. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? He's already been in a leadership position there. Mm-hmm. So it's in that sense, it's similar. <laughs> it's either like an Iger or a JPEG situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Woodbury is the current vice chairman of Universal Parks and Resorts, so almost exactly the same thing, right? What was what was what was JPEG's position considered again? Yeah, I think it, it was, was very similar. Parks and Resorts, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it was very it was very similar. The tomorrow it seems to be the current trend of future CEO would be the Parks and Resorts chairman or whatever it's you call like it. He, it's like the CEO in waiting. Right. That's what they are at that right. point. Speaking of CEOs of companies like Disney's, like uh, Mr. Bob Chapik, for instance. Who's that again? Uh, excuse me, Doctor Evil, mm-hmm. uh, Hank, um, yeah. Mr. Clean, whichever one you want. Mm-hmm. He's been pulled from Destination D twenty three appearance. It was reported. Okay, it was reported that yes. they had a fear that the fans would boo him. Right. Mm-hmm. That's and then true. later it was kind of said that Disney said it was a scheduling conflict. Right. That's PR so, speak for, yeah, you're right. <laughs> He's going to get booed, yeah. so we don't want him to get booed. Is the possibility that that, that I mean, that is a real possibility. Mm-hmm. Oh, he would definitely get booed. I don't care where he's at. He's going to get booed. You think so? Yes. It doesn't matter if you know, they all paid a think... lot to be there. and Yeah, he would get booed. Somebody would boo him. I don't remember hearing any booing during the... Uh fireworks thing or whatever it was they did that night whenever they pushed the button yeah because there was Whichever, no was there word? were only only a handful of like media people were there there's only people who were paid to be there no right it wasn't the uh, actual fans now the next morning when they did gma the there was video of people heckling him uh that morning when he was out there um it's just probably what led to this going like oh okay bunch of hardcore He's... disney fans yeah they're gonna boo me well, he's not very popular at the moment, at least, um, and not likely to ever be. I'm sure but his approval rating is below uh, 41%. So, You think so? Yeah. I don't even know. Do they even measure an approval rating? <laughs> they should. <laughs> we should do a poll, actually, and find out what his approval rating is somehow. All right. So I wanted to talk about this because apparently there was a StarWars.com group that got to do a, I guess you could call it a test flight on the Star Cruiser. Recently, yeah, interesting. Okay, I don't know how to go about this, but they basically gave some reviews mm-hmm. on it. Uh, it's kind of hard to because they're not leaking too much information, but I mean, they did get to do some things like trying out the lightsabers. Of course, they're going to have a good things to say because they got to do like a private experience, right? I'm sure they would have the best time of anybody. I mean, I would too right. if I for free were able to do all this stuff and, and do all this stuff with nobody around. Of course, I'm going to look. Yeah, I mean, it sounds amazing. The first time doing the training droid, lightsabers, I mean, everything. So I can't really do the whole review, obviously, in here. Did they do the shuttle to Batuu? (laughs) That's a good question, because I don't see that hit here in that. But basically, when they talk about boarding the Star Cruiser, the terminal that welcomes you is like an earthy bunker, gray stone, Mm -hmm. seems to blend in with its surroundings. It says the minute you step into the launch pod, that changes. Uh, there's a viewport on the ceiling. You'll see yourself hurling toward the sky, similar to, the, I guess, what the elevator is doing with Space 220, right? 
Mm-hmm. Similar effect. Right. That's kind of what I thought. Beyond the clouds to the stars with a Halcyon star cruiser awaits. And the play test allow Imagineers a chance to see how audience responds to the project. And a quick tour to give visitors on this trek an overview of the massive space before they're pulled into action. Mm-hmm. So that kind of gives you that at the beginning. Bunks, they say they're not as small as they appear in photos. They say a six-foot-tall six passenger can comfortably lie down in one of the capsule-like sleeping quarters. Oh, okay. One so, of the bunks. You mean up top, right? Is what we're saying. Right. Mm-hmm. They're saying that you're, if, you know, someone who is six feet can still lay down comfortably. So, okay. Well, that's I, good to know. However, there's still a standard double bed on the opposite Oof, side. So, yikes. yeah. Seriously? Come on. Yeah. Man. If you're paying that much, God. Oof. Yeah. Come on. That's what it says. It says a standard double bed is bolted to the wall with space for luggage underneath, of course. So it's, that's true everywhere. Uh, simple table with two stools be, uh, below the viewport. A blast shield that can be lowered when it's time to rest, I guess. <laughs> but with the blast shield down, I can't see anything. <laughs> oh, I think that's the whole point. Oh, I get it. So I, I guess you can look, you can have a choice, I guess, to look out into space or to put the blast shield down so you can no longer see space if it's a be, be better for so your sleep, I guess. So if you put the blast shield down, they turn the TV off, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> so like much. blast shields go down at midnight, folks. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Maybe that's what they so, do. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. Because I, I would literally have that thing on all night uh, if I was in there, unless they force you to turn them on. Right. They say the dining hall looks almost exactly like the concept art with more velvet seating and plush blue-green gold accents and stunning-like fixtures. Mm-hmm. They describe it as something straight out of Canto Bite. Uh, oh, Lord. Can I ride one of those giant horse things through the and destroy it? Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. without try- like I said, without trying to get too deep into this... Yeah. Because it would go on a, a long way, sure. so you can you can you can just find out there are these reviews right now. I, we don't want to go too deep into it until we probably did our own review at some point, which I don't know that we're going to be doing that, um, yeah. or we'll be talking about it once someone else goes on it for for uh, the first time. Yeah, we I think we missed our chance to book the first one. <laughs> first, month. yeah. Well, seeing as how it's booked for the first three months. <laughs> I would say we have, and I don't, we weren't really eager to do it anyway, right? Not not no. to jump onto the. I mean, don't get me wrong. We would like to for the sake of research, if nothing else. But at the same time, I was not going to try to beat the the level of fandom that was going to be trying to go go after this. Right. So, yeah, a couple of things here. Obviously, it's not a hotel. As far as characters, there is actually some characters you would recognize on board. For instance, like Chewbacca. Apparently, if some things go wrong, you'll come face-to-face with a Kylo Ren. Maybe this lightsaber training? I don't know. Yeah, interesting they've, things. They've storyboard to, things. They've hinted at that, but yeah, it'll be interesting to yeah. see yeah, how it shakes out. Yeah. All right. So, Rock and Roller Coaster, the guitar is uncovered. That was yeah. one of the most recent stories we had here, so it's back. I, don't, I haven't seen anything as far as saying it looks all that... I guess it's all shiny and new. Yeah, I've seen it's the pictures. Shiny. So do yeah. we think, I mean, we talked about the, the possibility, possibility of it going away. Right, no. so they refurbed the giant guitars, so it seems like why would you do that if they're about to refurb it or remodel it to some other attraction? So, again, it's probably got saved because of all the budget cuts and everything, so they're just like, yeah, just leave it. Yeah, I don't think it's happening anytime soon. Yeah, I think, I think it, they probably had yeah. to update the fact that Haynes no longer sponsors the 
attraction. That's right? one of the things. I thought they took that off already, but maybe maybe part of it was that I think they bought this attraction at least five more years as is because uh, of COVID. They're not, they're not going to bother changing. You think that's it? Yeah, I think that's part of it. I think the only thing that would change is well because. Mr. Chapek likes IP, mm-hmm. so I think the only thing that they would possibly change is the theming of it. They don't think they would change the coaster itself. Yeah, I could um, see them making think, this an Incredicoaster coaster type attraction. It's possible they can make the East Coast version of Incredicoaster. coaster. Mm-hmm. I would really hate to do that copycat though, because it's not the same ride. Yeah, all, they, all you would add would you would as you would add effects into it that would be similar to what they did yeah. with. The but actual incredible. It has coaster. a launch, which you could do the dash launch, and then you could add parts during the ride where you have Jack Jack and you know the rest of them doing different things uh, in the dark. But you could add certain effects to it, yeah. And the end could still be the Edna Mode end. You just build the little thing at the end, you know. We were just talking about Wreck It Ralph. I mean, the vehicles are already set to be limos. Why can't they be set to be the like the race cars? Or whatever, mm, you know, potentially candy, from yeah. uh, gosh, the Candy Crush or Candy Rush, whatever it was. What yeah. was it called? What was it called now? Candy I can't Rush. Remember. I think it was. It's been a minute since I watched it. Maybe that's what it's called, Candy Rush. I think it was instead of Candy Crush. Right, something like that. King Candy. But yeah, they could retheme it to that. That's fast, right? They were they drive fast in that. Mm, I guess. I think Incredibles or, would be the most likely to me. But you have a number of things you could pick. Why not do the well? It'd be hard, it'd be hard to make it hard to make it look like the Monsters Eat Door thing that the people have been talked about doing before. But that would be cool too if they could come up with an attraction building or make it out of the the scene with the doors mm-hmm. from Monsters Inc. You know what I'm talking about? I guess, it but I, yeah, it doesn't seem as likely to me. But no, I'm not saying they could do it there. But I'm thinking it would be a good concept for a ride. Yeah, it would be cool. Period. Yeah, I would like it. You can just hang on to a door for, for instead of uh, being in a roller coaster. You're just holding on to a door, <laughs> <laughs> strapped to a door. I think that might be a little bit of a lawsuit. Mm, you could be strapped to Potentially. it. Potential. You could st- strap to a door. Strap, mm. Just strap you to the door, mm-hmm. okay. and you just go through like this ride. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, what do we have? We have anything else we want to put through here? I don't think we do. Like I said, it's kind of a slow news week, but yeah, not really. I mean, do you have anything? I, do you have anything you want to touch on? The only thing I was thinking of the, to mention was the fact that there's an anticipating uh, 1.6 million travelers this Thanksgiving ah, yes. holiday to going I even through Orlando. On yeah, you did. Didn't you? So we got to do that. Yeah, because of the travel bans, I guess, being lifted internationally. So, and now they have, right. uh, I guess. Yeah. Pent up desire to go to Disney. I saw a stat the other day that Orlando was probably, I think it was the top U.S. destination internet from, from like UK or from Europe uh, this mm-hmm. month, I think. So it's no surprise that, you know, Disney and, uh, well, I, I would also say families are coming from the UK again because they haven't been able to for so long. So it makes sense right. that they're they're coming back in droves. So yeah, makes sense. So I'm sure Disney will see quite the uptick this week in attendance. So okay, and that's pre almost pre pandemic levels, by the way, from what I've seen. It's just shy of 
2019 numbers. Uh, so very similar to pre-pandemic numbers. That's a good very sign similar. if you're in the travel industry. That's a very good sign because we haven't seen that in, you know, two years. So, Right. Or almost. Right. So, yeah. Do you have any thoughts about when you're going to go, go back yet? Um, I don't yet. It's surprising. I'm considering uh, towards the end of the year maybe something like the mm-hmm. pre-New Year's, but I don't know yet. Don't have anything solid planned yet. Gotcha. Okay. The next time that I'm going to be looking at doing probably really soon, and I'm actually considering looking, renting points maybe, but um, would be spring spring break uh, time. The spring bake. So Spring bake. Mm-hmm. Spring break time. <laughs> yeah. No, I get you. Which, of course, is a little busier, but, you know, I don't really... I don't really care that much about that quite so much anymore because I know it's not like crazy like Christmas or anything, but at the same time, I'm not going with the objective of like having to do everything. So that's where it's different. (laughs) It's like whatever you get done, you're satisfied with, you're taking your time. You're actually enjoying the parks when you go to the parks. That's the thing. So just try and you take that initiative or try to take that, perspective i should say and you'll have a good time mm-hmm. we keep saying that though anyway right. one thing i did want to mention i thought of it earlier and i just rethought of it mm-hmm. i guess that's the way to put it we know everest is going to be going down soon for rehab mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it hasn't been announced what their lightning lane is going to switch to i think the obvious is going to be navi hmm. But I don't know if it's a guarantee, right, especially with Disney point. choosing Everest in the first place, because I think Everest is the least needed lightning lane of all <laughs> the current ones anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, can you think of another one that's needed less than <laughs> than Everest? Mm. All right, because you got, you have, Seven. all right, let's just go MK. You have. Those two uh, are mind, popular. So yeah. Mine train mm-hmm. in space. So no, those are. Uh, at Epcot, you have Remy and Frozen. Yeah, Frozen somewhat. Doesn't Might be over. It. Yeah, potentially. You're thinking Test Track could probably benefit from it more than Frozen. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Although, I heard somebody make an interesting argument about Frozen for the international audience that's coming now, like the, the UK folks, because they don't have a Frozen attraction, say at Disneyland Paris yet, so there's no... Nothing in the world like Frozen Ever After currently, so... They don't have Test Track either. That's true, but but they were making the case for Frozen like to be a popular lightning lane this fall because the international folks are coming in and that's like a... It's a big thing for them. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. I've never thought of it from that angle before, but... Maybe we'll see if yeah. the numbers jump. Uh, this starting now, we'll see. But we shall see. But yeah, you're right. For, for Everest by far is 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 the least uh, needed one. So yeah, would they do Navi or would they do Safari? That would be the only two I would think would be right. Those are your options. Potential ones, yeah. Because I can't see any other attraction being the one that they would shoot move it to, or do they just? revamp something altogether by this point because like i said it's getting close to the time period when it's going to be closed right isn't it going to be by january i think so yeah so or do they just not have two at animal kingdom or is that silly to say that they would (laughs) not have to think they would have to switch it 
I think they should. Sh- I think they should switch it anyway. <laughs> no, I think they should. Uh, not so while it's down, is yeah. Anyway. So which one do you think is most likely for Disney? Since obviously they chose Everest the first time. Then <laughs> so then it would be which one do you think is the most obvious? I would say Safari. You think it would be the Safari? That's what I would think. Yeah. I think you might be right because I. I know Navi still has a little bit longer of a wait, but Navi has really dropped off compared to what it was when it first opened, in my opinion. You know, the wait times, I think it's dropped off more so than any of the other new attractions. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Is that what you see? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's wait time. It's wait time used to be pretty high mm-hmm. back when it was first opened. Yeah. And now it it can be, I mean, to me, 30 minutes is nothing compared to what it was once. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, Agreed. The only times that I've ridden it, once was a fast pass and once was a walk-on because it was the early hours. So that's really the only two times I've ridden it. I have ridden Navi, which I enjoy. It's a relaxing ride. But you don't care for it too much, I know. Mm, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. You expected, you expected more. They blew their budget on the one animatronic. <laughs> I could see where a lot of people would say that. I don't think it's entirely fair because there's a lot of theming in there. Yeah. I'm just saying. There's a lot of stuff they spend a good bit of yeah. money on. But then there's a lot of screens too. It's kind of, yeah. Some of those are obvious. Well, depending on the day, you might even see the shaman be a screen. Mm-hmm. Which I have seen once. So, anyway. All right. Well, I believe that wraps up this episode yeah. of Traveling with the Mouse. So, as usual... You can find us on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store in which you can find your exclusive TWTM merchandise. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. We also have a YouTube channel. You can find the link to that and more where, Adam? On our website, travelingwiththemouse.com. You can email us, podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. And if you want to book a Disney trip, you can use our travel agent friend, Jill Dilbeck at gmail.com. And she has a shipboard credit special through Black Friday. If you're listening to this before Black Friday and you book a cruise through her, you can get a shipboard credit. Email her for details. All right. For Adam, I am John. This has been Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you will join us on our next trip. And maybe you'll see Jason there. Maybe you will.